Join me, Spumelele Ndlovu, as we look forward to the year 2024. Welcome to Oh What A Year It Will Be. Yes, Anbona, and welcome to yet another episode of Oh What A Year It's Going To Be. My name is Pumelele Ndlovu and I'm your host. Thank you so much to everybody who has been watching and listening to the podcast, regardless of how things have been coming or going. Um, thank you so much for the support and thank you so much to everybody who has taken the time to answer the questions on the form. The form has officially closed, so thank you so, so, so much to everybody who has participated and everybody who has been answering the questions on their own, in their own journal or in their own time. So the new year is a great time to make changes in our lives and to bring to life our new year's resolutions. But in doing that, you realize that there are some things you absolutely cannot change and that you must simply make peace with. So in this episode, we're asking, what do you hope to make peace with this year? As usual, before we start, we do have a quick disclaimer. I am not a qualified therapist or psychologist, and this program is merely for discussion purposes. Any advice given or opinion expressed in this program is not a substitute for professional help. If you are facing a personal, mental health or family issue, please do reach out to a trained professional. Free and affordable resources are available in the description below. All right, let's get started. The first one says, I want to make peace with the idea that you can be amazing to someone, be forgiving and just stand by them through it all, but that doesn't mean they'll do the same for you. I need to make peace with the fact that I need to expect less from people and not expect reciprocation. Also, not everyone you think loves you does, and that's not okay, but it's okay. Okay, that we're starting on a great footing. Um, I totally agree with the first part um, and the fact that you can be amazing to someone. You can be everything that you think someone needs and that they will not be that to you. I think that the part where I disagree with you is the part where we say, um, there's a part where you say you will expect less from people. You will not expect anything from people. I think that um, the phrase that no one owes you anything is not entirely correct. I do think that our people do owe us. If you are my friend, you owe me loyalty. If you are um, my boyfriend or my partner, you do owe me your loyalty. You do you owe me your love. You owe me those sorts of things. Like I think, I think when you hold a certain position in someone's life, there's a certain expectation. Like when you have a job, you're expected to do your job. You're expected to show up at your job. And I think the same can be said for personal relationships. I think for me. The thing is, I expect you to do that. I expect you to show up for me. I expect you to be honest with me. I expect you to love me um, for certain positions in my life. And when you don't do that, it's up to me to make a decision that is fit for me. So if, for instance, I am your employer and I expect you to come to work and you don't come to work, there are necessary procedures in place for me to deal with that situation and fire you if I have to. And that applies for our personal lives as well. Like, it's up to us to hold our people accountable and when we see that they're not willing to take accountability or we see that they're not willing to show up for us in certain ways, it's up to us to put the procedures and the processes that we've put in place to get rid of that person or to cut that person off. But I don't think, Wuti, it's very healthy for us to go through life thinking that people don't owe us basic decency, especially when they hold certain positions in our lives. And you're totally right. Like, not everyone you think loves you loves you. Not everyone you think cares about you cares about you in that way. But the moment you realize it to not be true it's really up to you to make the best decision for yourself thank you so much for sharing the next one says 
the relationship I have with my family. I don't have any context um, on this matter and so I think I'll avoid making any blanket statements because families are not the same. So what I am going to say to you is to choose yourself, really choose yourself and if making peace with the fact that you'll never have a proper, healthy or exciting, loving relationship with your family, that's okay. Um, do what you need to do to ensure that you can meet whatever family obligations they are. Because let's be honest, we all have family obligations, whether we like our family or not. So, so if it means you showing up to people's funerals or whatever, doing what you need to do and getting out of there, that's okay. Like we can't keep pouring water on dead plants and hoping to see them bloom. So do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Thank you for sharing. The next one says... Um, I, Sana, what a difficult question. I want to forgive myself. That is very important. It's very important to get to a place where you acknowledge the fact that you need to forgive yourself. And I know a lot of people hate that. Like they hate the fact that people say you need to forgive yourself, but you really do need to forgive yourself because it's only in forgiving yourself that you can give yourself grace and understand that you were human and you made the best decision with, uh, with whatever information that was at your disposal at the time. I do hope that in making peace with yourself, you can also come to a place where you make better decisions for yourself. I don't know what you're forgiving yourself for, but um, I hope that in doing that, you're able to give yourself grace and that even in the future going forward, you allow yourself to make mistakes because that's what happens when you're human. At whatever age and whatever stage of your life, there are mistakes that you're going to make. So in learning to forgive yourself, I hope that you learn to give yourself grace going forward. Thank you so much for sharing. The next one says, I hope to make peace with the fact that I am a single parent. Yeah, I'm not a parent myself, so... I want you to take whatever I'm about to say with a pinch of salt, but one thing I absolutely hate is when people speak to single parents and especially single moms and um, say they should have chosen better because you don't know what type of person a person is until they show you the type of person they are. Like They can be the best boyfriend, they can be super supportive during your pregnancy and when the baby's here decide to switch on you. Hell, sometimes people are married and they're single parents within their marriages, so... Um, I am so sorry that this is happening to you and I hope that in making peace with that, you are able to show up better for your child. Yes, sure, there are going to be times where you feel inadequate and there are going to be times where they ask you questions and um, there are going to be times when society will expect you to do certain things and society will say certain things about you and the way that you parent. But I hope you know that in all things you are doing your best. So keep doing your best and be the best parent you can be to your child. Thank you so much for sharing and all the best and the next one says i hope to make peace with the decisions i've made whoa okay i think that goes back to what i said um to the person who wanted to make peace with themselves and to forgive themselves um you did what you thought was best with the information that you had at the time and maybe in hindsight looking back you could have done things differently and you could have done things better but if there's nothing you can do to change the situation really all you can do is make peace with your decisions and the consequences thereof do know though that um, life does get better it will get better and things will get easier to navigate thank you for sharing the next one says i hope to make peace with my regrets the regret that I didn't finish my degree in time like my peers, that if my mother would, could choose, she'd have my sister back in exchange for me. Every decision that I have made that has placed me here, as opposed to at my own apartment with a car and security. 
that I'll probably turn 30 with nothing to my name but an iPhone. Yo, that's deep. I'm really too sorry that you feel like that and you feel that you have to make peace with your regrets. I feel that in making peace with your regrets, do look around yourself and see that there are so many opportunities for you to do things for yourself. One thing about life, much like healing, it isn't linear and it doesn't follow a certain pattern. Yeah, sure, as society, there are certain things that there are certain things that we feel should be done at a certain time and we feel that people should have achieved whatever at a certain time. But know and understand that your life is going according to its own pace. And yeah, sure, maybe you'll reach 30 with just your iPhone, but what happens if you hit a big time at 35? So I think, look at it that way to know that like life is not over. Yeah, sure, you are where you are right now and you feel as hopeless and as lost as you do right now. But I think when you're done feeling like that, Pick yourself up and look around you and see all the opportunities that exist around you to create a better life for yourself. Even with that iPhone of yours, I mean, um, not to make this about myself, but I'm here right now shooting this on my iPhone, recording this on my iPhone. I'm not saying that you must create content or whatever, but there are so many opportunities that that iPhone of yours holds for you, that that iPhone of yours can bring into your purview and really show you how many things you can do in this life to improve your life. So please don't lose hope. Um, feel your feelings. If you're feeling hopeless, feel hopeless. If you're feeling sad, feel sad. But I need you to get up. Get up off your feet and do something. There are so many things that you can do. And I know it might feel like you don't have opportunities. I know it might feel like you don't have a lot of things at your disposal. But you know what? Sometimes all you need is that iPhone. I really am sorry to hear about how things are going with your mother. Understand that that is um, not your business. It is none of your business that your mother wants your sister back. It's none of your business that your mother would swap your sister's life out for yours. It, it hurts. It obviously hurts, especially because that is your mother. You do want her to love you and um, show up for you and feel certain things for you. But if that's not the case, the best thing for you to do would really be to work through that and heal through that and know that whatever opinion your mother has of you, is not is not the one that matters the most the opinion that you have of yourself is what matters the most i'll be keeping you in my prayers and i do hope that soon and very soon a fire is lit inside your soul that encourages you to go out and get all the beautiful things that life has to offer you i trust and i believe that life is going to get better for you thank you for sharing and all the best i want to make peace with the status of my health i hope to take care of myself better knowing that i only have this one body I really like this one. I think regardless of what status of your health means, whether you're somebody who's living with a chronic disease or whether you're somebody who um, is living with an eating disorder, or maybe you're somebody who's dealing with a mental health issue that's leading to um, certain body changes or so certain eating habits that, that result in certain um, body changes or in your whatever it is, I am so happy to see that you know that you only have this one body and it's never too late. It's never too late to take a chance on yourself. It's never too late to start working on yourself and on your body and on your health. I wish you health. I wish you um, consistency in whatever it is that you're going to be doing to get your body to a much healthier state and to maintain your healthy states. Like, 
I was at Parkrun the other day and I saw these old ladies, some of them older um, than old people around me. And they're so mobile, they're flexible. Hell, they even showed me flames on the Parkrun because they started to take care of their bodies at a younger age. So whatever age you're at, this is the right time for you to start taking good care of your body. Be cognizant of what you put in your body and take the time to exercise and keep your body active. You are going to thank yourself. Thank you so much for sharing. The next one says... I want to make peace with the fact that I'm not perfect. I can never be. So I need to stop being hard on myself whenever I don't appear perfect. That's such an important thing. Like, I'm so glad that you've gotten to that realization that you aren't perfect and you don't owe anyone perfection because no one else is perfect. You don't even owe yourself perfection. What you do owe yourself is grace. What you do owe yourself is softness. And I'm so happy to see that that's exactly the place that you're reaching. You don't need to be perfect. You really don't need to be perfect. Uh, what you need to do is learn from your mistakes whenever you do make mistakes. What you need to do is give yourself that grace to make mistakes because that's just part of the human experience. Thank you so much for sharing. The next one says, I hope to make peace with my past. Whoa, that's a big one. Um, the biggest thing I think about our past is that we always want to go back and do things better or do things differently and there's nothing we can do about that. I think it's important for us to make peace with our past, to forgive ourselves for things we did in the past, but also for us to understand the fact that our past is part of what makes us who we are right now. Like the decisions that we made in the past got us to be the people that we are. We learned the lessons that we learned because of our past and because of the things that we've experienced in our past. So, and as much as there may be things in your past that you aren't proud of or things that you want to change um, about yourself, the best thing you can do for yourself is to ensure that you don't repeat those mistakes. It's, an, it's to ensure that you do better going forward. Thank you so much for sharing. All right, this is the last one before mine, and it says, I hope to make peace with my mother-in-law. I don't know what I did to that woman, but girl, she hates me, and she doesn't even want my kids, and it's sad because her child misses her. Yo, that's a big one. That's a very, very big one. Now, I'm not married, and I don't have a mother-in-law, so I can't speak directly to that, but I really do hope that in making peace with your mother-in-law, you understand that it's probably not about you, especially the fact that she's willing to even leave her child and, and cut whatever relationship she has with her child. Um, I want you to understand also going into that, that you might not be able to change her. You might not be able to change how she feels about you. Um, but I think it is important that you are willing to make peace with her just so that she's able to have a relationship with her child and with her grandchildren. If that doesn't work, I don't want you to beat yourself up. I don't want you to feel like it's your fault. I want you to acknowledge and understand the fact that you have tried. And um, I want you to know that if needs be, you guys can live without her. If needs be, you and your children and your husband can move to a, a place where you're able to make peace with the fact that she doesn't exist in your lives. It it really sucks when things like these happen within families, especially with big figures like um, big important figures like mothers, because there's a certain way that you expect a mother to show up for you. There's a certain way that you yearn for your mother and to know that your mother is alive and living and isn't willing to show up for you in those ways is very painful. But 
it's not as painful as trying to force someone to love you when you can tell that they don't love you. So I would encourage you to try and make peace with your mother-in-law for the sake of your children and for the sake of her child. But if that doesn't work, understand that it's okay. You can make peace with that and really keep it moving, difficult as it may be. All the best and thank you for sharing. All right. I guess it's my turn. So this year, I want to make peace with my shortcomings. I think one of the things that I really struggle with is knowing that I'm human in the sense that I will fail at certain things. Um, and to be kind and to really be okay, maybe not okay with failing, but to be okay with failing and coming back from that. I think the biggest example is this very series. Um, I haven't been as consistent as I wanted to be. And at times that's because I felt like maybe it doesn't look right or maybe it doesn't sound right. And it doesn't, it just doesn't feel right. Maybe it's not landing right. And um, compared to conversations, even when you look at the numbers, I think that um, this series hasn't done as well as I thought it could, as well as I know it should, and as well as conversations did. And I want to be okay with that. I want to make peace with the fact that things aren't always the same and things won't always be the same. I need to make peace with the fact that there are ways that I could have done better. There are ways that I could have shown up better for my project. So that's one of the ways I want to, that's one of the things I want to make peace with. Another thing that I want to make peace with is the fact that certain relationships or friendships or interactions are over. I think one thing that I've always struggled with as a person is letting go. Um, I had a teddy bear that my parents got for me on my first birthday. And last year, when I was 27 and the teddy bear was 26 years old, my mother gave it away to our helper because our helper has young children. And I remember being so sad about that um, teddy bear, even though I wasn't using the teddy bear. I didn't even know where in the house the teddy bear was, but I was very sad um, that the teddy bear had to be, that I had to let go of that teddy bear. And I think that applies to a lot of things in my life, especially relationships where I can tell that this relationship is not going anywhere. I can tell that this friendship is over. I can tell that this is not where I'm supposed to be. But I hold on for whatever reason, whether it's a fear or whether it's a an ownership thing. I really don't know what it is, but I really want to make peace with the fact that certain things are over and it's okay for me to let them go. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have listened up to here, thank you so, so much. Um, do catch us in the next episode of What A Year It Will Be, where we'll be asking the questions, how do you hope to show up for your people better? Please do remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Until then, God is good and life is still so beautiful. If you want to be part of future episodes, simply click the link in the description box below to participate.